Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast here for another edition of High School Musical, the Musical the Series recaps on pod, talk, jam, and break. And it's been a minute since we've been here. Last week was crazy. So we're back this week to talk about episodes eight and nine. And Caitlin may join us later. Rebecca will join us at a later episode. But we don't need either of them because we got the, the Jack to my Gina at the airport, you know he will save us if we're stranded in the airport and tell us all these things that give us anxiety about airports, about how the trays are dirty. It's Marcelo. Yes, I will tell you that the best place to sit in an airplane is the back. And I was like, what? A what a fucking lie. Like, why would you sit in the back? You can't recline. I know. Also, like, like the Jack, we get it. Your dad's a pilot. We get it. Your dad's a pilot. Ugh. Yeah. So, hello, who are you? Who am I? Hi there, I am Marcelo Guzman. I am also Brazilian. I'm half Brazilian, half Peruvian. So, come on, Brazilian Dragon Podcast. Um, And I am an actor who lives in New York City. And... Officially. Officially moved in a month ago today. Oh my God, one month anniversary. Cheers, clink, clink. Um, Yeah, so that's who I am. And... Now I currently work at a gym as a front of the house person and yes. we love it. And I love High School Musical, the musical, the series. So I was, uh, What's no, your history ahead. with the franchise, High School Musical as a whole? Okay, so I watched, okay, so this might be controversial. So people can at me on Twitter, I don't care. Um, I watched all the movies, High School Musical 1, 2, and 3. And I watched season one of the series and I'm currently watching season two of the series. I do have to say, everyone's like, High School Musical 3 is my favorite movie. Who says it's that? Not a lot of people. A High School lot Musical of people. Two is where it's at. Thank you. Oh my God! Finally, someone. Everyone's like, High School Musical Three is the best. I'm like, okay, my You're talking orders. The wrong people. My order is two, one, three. That's the correct order. That's the correct order. That's the only order. The only, the only movie HSM Three is better than is Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Speaking of New York. <laughs> Speaking of New York. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very familiar with the franchise. I love the series. I'm loving this season. It's kind of different from season one. I feel like season one was just like, let's focus on like high school musical. It was like um, propaganda. Yeah, but this one is more like, these last two episodes were drama. I was yes. like, okay. Agreed. Um, they they were very dramatic. Um, I had a structure for this episode that I wanted to do had we had the full gang here, but obviously it's just us two. So originally I wanted to do we each would have three topics to discuss that we wanted to bring to life and go in order. But since there's only two of us, so let's just each have six things, the six things from both episodes that we need to hit on. 
just okay. like keep this more concise since it's two episodes instead of one that we have to talk about. But anyways, first off, before we get started, I need to ask the regular HSM TMTS characters, what has been your favorite original song in season one and season two? You can include both. And then who is your favorite character and has it changed over the course of the season? Okay, season one, my favorite song is actually My Alarm. It's one of my alarms. Oh, um, so you were gonna say, I don't, I don't remember that song. <laughs> no, it's one of my alarms I wake up to. It is the classic Courtney and Nene plus ensemble. It's Born to be Brave. That is my number one. That's my number one from that season <sighs> too. Um, and I mean, Wondering is also there. Like if I want like a bop, I'm listening to Born to be Brave. If I want to yes. cry tears, I'm listening to Wondering. I also um, like, um, I think I kind of, you know, but that's like low tier of the favorites. That's like a, yeah, that's, there's like, more that Born I Born to be Brave is the that. number one from that season. And now, okay, so if you asked me this like last week, um, I would have said my favorite, um, my favorite like season two song. Okay. See, I'm, what I'm going to say is season one had like bops, but season two has songs. Like there are so many good songs in season two. I think one of my favorites is Granted. Granted is so good. Yes. But I think my number one that I'm like, I've been listening to it literally, that's a lie. I've listened to two songs on repeat. Can I guess? Um, Can I guess? Yeah, please. You're going to say Even When, The Best Part, and then also uh, uh, what's the, the Rose song? No and no. <laughs> uh, okay, let me try again. Yeah. Dancer's Heart and a oh, one, two, three. Oh, one, two, three, yes. And Dancer's Heart, yes. But the songs I was thinking about um, is, well, first of all, you ain't seen nothing from this past episode. People are saying it's the season two's Born to be Brave, and I'm actually like here for it. I disagree, but I want to know what you think. The number two song is, I'm sorry, this is like gonna be an underrated song that people at heart aren't gonna talk about, but it's Miss Jen and oh. Zach singing Around You. That, that's a great song. That. Um, my favorite is not a original song from this season. My favorite is The Climb um, from this season. But in terms of original songs, I think even when the best part is my favorite still. From yes, the even the song that uh, Ricky sings in this last episode good. Was really was like, good yeah we're big ricky haters over here but we are we're ricky not did good this episode we're uh not. sort of in the singing department he did good he's kind of crusty to his mom exactly but like also i kind of sort of sympathize <laughs> i don't know okay like, complicated. Uh, people yeah i'm like his mom people are like i'm upset with her and i'm okay. like look look she yes. does her best but okay i know yes. the first thing that you wanted to talk about Yes. Was Ricky's dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And EJ's dad, honestly. We can talk about both. Go, okay, please elaborate on your opinions. All right. Ricky, first of all, whoever cast the show, thank you. I appreciate you. Like, thank you. Because you cast Ricky's dad and EJ's dad. They're just like hot dads. I'm just going to say it. Like, I'm just going to say it. And I said it. Um, but Ricky's dad, like, I'm sorry, I have to go back. Ricky, I'm a Ricky hater. I'm not a hater, that's a strong word. But like, I'm not the biggest fan of Ricky because 
how dare he try to come in between his dad and Miss Jen? I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. His dad and Miss Jen. Taylor and I are Mr. Mazzara and Miss Jen stands. Now I'm Mr. Mazzara and Miss Jen stands because Ricky's dad is out of the picture. Yeah. Um, But also EJ's dad, I'm sorry, like. Okay, my biggest complaint is that he looks like Ashlyn's dad, not EJ's dad. Yeah. I, the casting department a slight slight confusion when they got the cast sheet. So it was like, I mean, wait, you asked for Ashlyn's dad? No, <laughs> oh, we asked for EJ's dad. No, yeah, the dads are great. Thank you to whoever cast the dad. And you watch one day at a time, right? Yes, I do, and I love Ricky's dad is in that show. Yes, I love him. Yeah. Um, okay. So now that we sorted everything out, let's go to you first as our guest. Where do you want? What topic do you want to hit on from episodes eight? Most likely two. And episode uh-huh. nine, the uh, spring break. Also, first off, episode title qualms for episode eight. This was not a superlative episode. Why are you calling it? It wasn't. Like it was career. A- it should have been career day. Or yeah, like, okay. um, let's talk about the couples. Okay. So let's talk about. We have Ricky and Nene. We have Big Red and Ashlyn. We have Courtney and Howie. And now we have Gina and EJ. Which honestly. I'm team Gina. Uh, I'm, what do they call that? GJ. 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 I'm team GJ. I love Gina and EJ. Yeah. I no, think I think great. the last episode really sold me on that. Like, I was like apprehensive yeah. for a little bit because I was like, EJ's such a fuckboy, but um, he's grown. Yes. He I think they changed his character a lot in this last season. So he looks because he in the first episode he's like, I'm going to Duke, and then this episode he's like, I'm not going to Duke. So I like really respect how they. Because season one, he was, I hated, I was not an EJ stan. I did not like He has EJ. the worst song in the series, I'll say it. A Billion Sorries. Yeah, I don't listen to it. It's a skip for me. <laughs> um, but this season, he's very much like a human being that Ricky is not. I'm yeah. I'm going to say it. Yeah, no, uh, our stand cards flipped. Like, I feel like season one was all about Ricky and like them wanting us to like Ricky. And now we don't like Ricky and we love EJ. We do. Yeah. Um, but so let's start with Ricky and Nini. I feel like that's the headline. Um, so what are your thoughts on everything that happened? Okay. I have a lot of thoughts because <laughs> usually you picked the wrong guest to talk about Mr. Ricky Boa. Um, Did I pick the wrong guest or the right guest? Maybe the right guest. Who knows? Um, I think I just, because, okay, we got to go back to episode seven like the end of episode seven when he like basically dissed Nina uh Nini in front of everyone like he basically was like your song basically he didn't say sucks but like maybe we should put the song in Beauty and the Beast um so also like Nini's right like it wasn't all about him so for me my thoughts on Ricky and Nini this episode is that they need to be they do not need to be a couple they need to be broken up they need to not be together because I mean they just truly not Nini but Ricky just truly is not Ricky needs to learn how to be himself I feel like he's like going through a lot like uh, in defense of Ricky he's going through like his parents were getting he is he is trying to learn who he is as a human like being he was like a skater boy now he's a theater boy so like he that that's the follow up to Avril Lavigne single. Um, I know it was supposed to be he was he was a boy and she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> she did but, theater and he did ballet. Yeah. I think he needs to take some time, really understand who he is, and like get through. Because like 
get through the divorce, I think, is, like, the first step. And he's fine exactly. there a little bit, but, like, he was bringing down Nini Sparkle, and we never wanted Exactly. And I was... I'm sorry. Who in their right mind... First of all, this is kind of Nini's fault as well. Who just gives their boyfriend their phone and leaves? I would, If I gave someone uh, okay. my phone, I would stay and be like, give me that shit back. The fact that she didn't have it... And then, like, when did she get it back? Like, he, exactly. she literally left the scene... And he deleted the comment. She's like, oh. And then, like, we never see him give her a phone. No. Like, so that's what pissed me off, that, like, he's so selfish. And I, like, just hate that about him. Like, yeah. like maybe I'm just fair, a like, it was Olivia like, Rodrigo fan. It was, like, such a gut reaction that he did that. And then he, like, couldn't undo it. But still, like, don't get Nini. That's on you. You you know what happened with EJ and your phone last season. Exactly. Like, this woman needs to, like, password protect it and, like, put a physical lock on the phone. Not password protected. But yes, password protected. Oh, Marcel's <laughs> phone is not password protected. You heard it here first. No, it's Face ID, y'all. You heard it here. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to break into your phone one day. And prove you, to you that you need you need a physical. I think my lock. passcode's not that hard, so oh. I've tried a couple times. Okay, um, it's not zero 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 zero. If anyone's asking, it's not. Don't worry. It's I heart Ricky's dad XOXO. <laughs> um, but uh, we're okay. So we talked about that couple, and then so they eventually break up by the end. Well, no, I think my favorite moment of the episode was like, but I live for the drama, so. It was when they were at Slice arguing and all the customers, and Courtney was oh like, children <sighs> are scaring the real patrons of this place. I was like, Courtney, love you, girl, but let's let's keep this up. I want to hear, if I was in that restaurant, I'd be like, shout it out more, let's hear more. I would be, I would be in the corner like, yeah, let's go up. Tell you would just him. grab your Michaela Bradshaw popcorn. Yes. I would drink my Michaela Bradshaw tea. Uh, it would be great. Tea with Michaela B. We love um, it. But yeah, so they were fighting and then later they it was left slightly ambiguous. They were like on a break. I'm like, no, 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 no. You ain't no Ross and Rachel. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. Break up, Nina. Yeah. Break up with his ass. No, but then he broke up with her. And I was like, no, 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 no. We were building all of this. Can she dump him? Give us the satisfaction. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Just give us the satisfaction. I want also, you know they were in that treehouse as a, as a shout out to High School Musical 3. Like, no reason why they had a treehouse that was never mentioned before. No, it was not. I think my favorite moment of that scene was the, she got the text message from her mom, or mom, other mom, and was just like, oh, uh, it's probably my mom's wanting you to stay. And he's like, I deleted a comment on your phone. Sir, if yeah. someone's trying to invite you to dinner, owns it because she would have noticed it, like because she hadn't referenced that comment specifically. Like, can we collab or whatever? And then no. he, she, like, at least he owned up to it. Like, Ricky grew a little bit. Like, I'll give him some credit. He did. He grew a yeah. tiny bit. Do we want to just continue with this arc from the next two episodes, or do we want to do episode? Now, let's just keep going with this the, yeah. your arc. So, and then Ricky goes to Chicago for spring break. Poor Ricky. Uh, poor Gina can't even get on a flight to Louisiana, but Ricky's all on. On his way to Chicago. What do we call that? Privilege. (laughs) Yes. um, But he's in Chicago. He's literally being the burrito, which, I mean, same. Like, honestly, same, but like. Please, Marcel, you would be be covered in ice cream on your burrito if you were going through a breakup with Olivia Rodrigo. 
I would be listening to Happier by Olivia Rodrigo. No, you would be listening to her album after she dumped you. Exactly. I was thinking about this earlier while watching like the two episodes just to review. I was like, I want there to be an episode where Nini is like alone in her car and just like starts belting out driver's license. And you're like, what's real? What's not? Imagine if she breaks up with some man in the future. And then he's like, that was their, his like comfort album when he got dumped. And then he's like, I can't listen to this because it's her. Oh my God. I would love that. That's for the drama. Yeah, but so he's up in a burrito. He can't focus. Meanwhile, Nini is trying to write her song, start her new Insta page, um, create some music. And then she doesn't really get any like heart songs out there if we're referencing Zoe's playlist. But uh, she she like, uh, she like does come up with some music and we'll circle back to that later. But that was such a good song. But yeah. Ricky is the one writing down things in a book and his mom comes in. He's also like, he's annoyed that she left with the divorce. And she's like, he's annoyed that she brought some random man to the play which i get it but also i get it but also like ricky ricky come on but his mom was like your dad and i had many wonderful chapters and he's like but the book is closed and then his whole song is about a book being closed i was like okay on the nose i was like this is this is something so what's the name of this song did you write it down um, he, I think it's called Let Go. I was listening to it. Let Her Go? Let Her Go, yeah. yeah. Let me see. I put it on my... It's uh, not by Passenger. And it's not by Elsa. Oh my gosh. It's not by Elsa. Yeah. Um, but, and then his mom listens to the doors and then she, he's like, mom, can I, can I play something for you? And that's when the episode ends on their story, at least. I know. And I'm like, can you, uh... Like, the mom was literally listening. She should have been like, it's okay. I have a very important question, though. How do you feel about plantains with cream cheese as a snack? It's not so. Oh, it's called Let You Go. Sorry, it's not Let Her Go. Let You Go. But yes, let me answer your question. It's not something I've ever considered before, but I kind of want to try it now. Me too. When I, like, order Peruvian food, it's a lot of plantains. So, like, I eat it. And with cream cheese, like, maybe. Yeah. I could could not get that for me. That would have never crossed my mind, but let's go. Party. Party, yes. So any final thoughts on the Ricky and Nini of it all from these last two episodes? Um, I'm team Nini, um, not team Ricky. Um, Nini is right to go on her own journey through like her You gotta go her own way. Oh my God. Classic. What if yeah. uh, I feel like he's saying bet on it in like episode one or two? So what if she sings? We don't talk about it? his version of bet on it. We don't we talk. Don't. About, we don't. We don't. We don't. But what if? But honestly, what if he, she sings? Got to go. They have the whole way. Disney Channel catalog. They could use some more stuff. Like make it a little more Glee. Honestly, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring in Miley Cyrus to climb and that's gonna be your best song in the whole series. Like, oh please, make it be Glee. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, it's, I guess, my turn to pick a discussion topic. I want to talk about Big Red and Ashlyn. So let's go. Big Red didn't really have much of a storyline. This last episode, Ashlyn was more of a periphery character. She helped Nini with the song and she hung out with Nini. That was probably my favorite stuff, like the EJ and Ashlyn stuff. I loved that. But their big story comes from the career day. As we left off, Antoine, the French kid, was hating on Ashlyn and Ashlyn Big Red was in his feelings, understandable. And she's like, you just want to be with this French kid. And then at career day, Big Red's aptitude test is all like, okay, so you're going to be in the service industry. 
and he's very excited about that but Ashton's like but you could be like this like super cool person in Paris and then I'm like Ashton why are you gonna say the p word around big red right now he doesn't like the French I know but also we don't like Frenchy either we don't we don't like the French big brother brother reference no 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 I didn't say that I said I actually stand Antoine Oh no, exactly. I stand in front too, but I was saying we don't like Frenchie. Yeah. I'm big brother. Yeah. Especially the Frenchie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, my like the part that like make my heart just like break was when he's like, when she's like, you can own like a or serve at like a Michelin, three-star Michelin restaurant. And he's like, Yeah, because you're gonna be a star one day and I'm just gonna be back here. I was like It gave me big Rachel Berry Finn Hudson, like season three vibes and yeah, like, I want to go to Niata, and he's like, I want to work at Bo- Bert's tow truck company. You know, the writers were like, okay, we had Niata. What can we have? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yickety yak. <laughs> yik yak, honestly. Oh my God. Not the anonymous bullying. Um, fun story about yik yak. I uh, convinced my university that um, Oprah was coming to give free tuition. Uh, that was me. If anyone's listening, that was me. If you went to VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University, it was me. Um, no one believed it, but I will put it in my fantasy that people did. Okay, that's that's the top of your LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. When you go to a job interview, you're like, listen, I am a persuasive genius. You can make me a lawyer without having to take the bar. It's like, I am here to tell you, Oprah is coming and Oprah will be here. Yeah. Love that. Um, but yeah, so what did you think of like this? I, I love that Big Red stood his ground. I was like, I don't need all this fancy shit. I just want to be um, Big Red. Let me be me. I love that. Big I'm Red. I'm a Big Red stan. Although, okay. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Your thought is more important than what I'm about to say. Listen, I love Larry Saperstein. He can do no wrong. But the Gaston number was rough. That was rough. Oh, no, we are disagreeing on that. That guy's not a member was actually I thought kind of EJ iconic. was good, and I thought the dancing was good, but I thought Big Red's vocals were a little not it. Yeah, but also, like, I think they wanted his vocals to be not it, because he's not, he, like, even last season, he didn't sing a lot, but Yeah, but we he love sang Larry well in, Big, in Red Means Love. He did. Choices. Yeah. Um, so, go ahead. Yeah. I you no, you're good. I am a huge Larry Saperstein, tongue twister, Larry Saperstein fan. Um, and I love Big Red. Also, Ashlyn is everything. Julia Lester is everything. Um, I think I don't have an issue with Big Red and Ashlyn. I really don't. I don't think anyone does. They're kind of just like mid-tier in the, because everyone's focusing on like Nene and Ricky and EJ and Gina at this moment. So it's like the, the mid-tiers are like, uh, Big Red and Ashlyn and Howie and Corey. So. Poor Seven Carlos. Like, not the Seven Carlos erasure. Oh my God! But yeah. also, but also, and episode, the last thing worry. I wanted to mention with Big Red in this last episode, you know, a man who speaks to my heart when he says he's not paying attention to Rick, he's just nodding along, and then he pulls out his AirPod and he's like, "I'm listening to a podcast." And I was like, "Yes, a podcast." You man. know, he was listening to Brazilian Dragon. Podcast. Yes, I was hoping so much that he was listening. He's like. Listen, I need these people to pump me up because, yes, uh, I was very exe- excited about that. Um, is that all we had to talk about with, like, Big Red and Ashton's storyline from these last two weeks? Um, yeah, because they didn't really have a storyline in episode nine. Yeah. Um, so I'll throw it back to you as our guest. Something else? Yeah. Um, okay. I think the, the next topic we should talk about is 
because there was a big reveal in episode seven that led us into episode eight. So I want to talk about Howie and Courtney because I feel like Howie, I don't know. I, first of all, Roman Banks, the singing, everything. Best song of the two episodes. Yes. If I can't love her. Like I was here for it. Also shout out to Roman Banks. I think I saw a tweet on his timeline that was like, am I the first black Disney prince? It's like, go off. Go off. Yes, Roman. Yes. Also, um, I don't like that they force him in that hat all the time. That stupid red slice either. hat. Like, me either. That's such a stupid hat. I'm sorry. I think but if, if they were selling slice merch, I would buy it. So, oh, me too. Oh, email me that link and I'll buy the merch. Um, I think Howie and Courtney, did you? Oh my God. So, I don't know. I watched this YouTuber, Jacob Heron. He like uh, watches the episodes with like cast members sometimes or just by himself or whatever. And that scene where Courtney and Courtney's mom walk in. I love that's, mom. That's her mom. That's <gasps> Dara Renee's mom. What? Yeah. Oh my God. I was such a stand. I was like, whoever this actress is needs to be in more stuff. And then that's I found. Like, it's, her, it's her real. It's like her mom. I was like, this is everything to me. I loved it. I love, like, usually I'm not a fan of nepotism, but in this case. <laughs> this I'll case, it was it. everything. But no, yeah, best song. He's incredible. I love, I love how they're allowing Courtney to like do more this season. And I love. That I feel she like she was like Meanie's best friend in season one, and now she's just Courtney in season two. I love that she had the whole episode to like process everything, and she was like, "I don't want to talk to him. I'm ignoring him. He's trying to reach out." And then even like after the song, like in this episode, she said, "He's talking to her." I, I kind of call a little shade. I think she's talking back a little bit, but. She was like getting all the tea from him and like trying to like pass it on to Nini. So I did love that like Courtney had her full episode to be all about her. So yeah, I just it's just I love Howie and Courtney. I want them to have more stuff. And I'm glad he because that was a gag for me when he was revealed as the beast. I was I was like on that. I was like, I bet it's him. I was not on that until like later. Um, yeah, but he's. Great. I hope he gets Maine next season. Although I don't want them to do the thing where they like just have a transfer schools. Like I want, I want like, I don't know. I feel like it's such a cop out to make the them transfer schools. Just like let him be a slice. Yeah, let him be at North High. Yeah, um, it's more drama also. It's kind of it for me for Howie and Courtney. There wasn't like. Yeah. yeah, the song was incredible. I think I'm gonna pick uh, that as our closing song for the episode. Yes, uh, but. Uh, amazing, amazing stuff. Um, and then we can we can go on to our final couple, Gina and EJ, as my next conversation starter. Um, so Gina and EJ, uh, we so in the first episode, they Gina ended up coming. So EJ's dad comes to career day, unbeknownst to EJ, and he's like, seize the moment, live the dream, whatever. And EJ, I made some calls. You're going to Duke, and what's that word again, Marcelo? privilege um that that reminds me of that scene from drag race like club 96 <laughs> but yes um privilege yes so his dad made some calls he's going to duke and but he had already like decided he didn't want to go to duke at that point like he had processed everything in the last few episodes but gina comes over they chat about it and he was hoping to chat with ashlyn but gina was there so they had a conversation like there the butterflies are there 
and then she passes out and he puts the Duke sweatshirt on her, leaves, and then she goes to the airport for spring break and she's wearing the Duke sweatshirt underneath her jacket. Um, I'll just finish recapping what happened in this episode and then we can like discuss everything. So she's at the airport, she's stranded. Um, she goes um, to try to rearrange her flight. That flight attendant lady was so mean. She was like, I know. Oh. I was like, oh. just let her live for fantasy. She's a high schooler, let her live. But yeah, Babette the Feather Duster did not work. Um, and then she meets this guy who's wearing the same clothes EJ would wear. Um, and he kind of looks not really in the face, but he in like a little, he has the same features as EJ. And he's Jack. And they sneak into first class lounge, which honestly, that's, that's so unbelievable. That security guard would have come back. That is he, he's at the so front. So illegal. That's like, you can't do that. No, but like, he would have noticed that they never left. He would have come and gotten them. They wouldn't have spent the whole day there. Like, this poor man. Like, do, do not play. Make they it tried it. They tried, but um, yeah, so they, they had fun. Uh, I guess he filmed her dancing, um, and they played Two Truths and a Lie, which, how did she believe that he had 10 tattoos? This man is a minor. I looked, I was like, first Gina. of all, Gina, 10 but tattoos? Gina. Like where they were, like circles, just all over his body. Like, no, he doesn't yeah. have any tattoos. But uh, she talks about how uh, she's never been kissed. And I think they were going to have a moment, but I'm glad that they didn't because, like, let this character be a one and done character that, like, is an influence on Gina's life where she's at right now and has an effect on her, but isn't, like, codependent. And I'm then, interested to see if he comes back. My theory was that he was also going to be a North High student. So, <laughs> but he said he lived in Denver. So, who knows? Yeah, he lived in Denver. He's going to Miami. So. Yeah, um, but EJ, she comes down the stairs. EJ is there to give her a ride because she put it on her story that he's Uber, she's Ubering home. <laughs> that was funny. So, yeah, so we, we end there, and I think she's definitely, they're, they're going to be an item by the next episode, yeah. I'm calling it. I'm a huge GJ fan. I think, I, I really respect what they've done with Gina and EJ. Season one, Gina was the mean girl, basically. I've been misunder- since misunderstood. Day one, though. Girl. Misindependent, misunderstood. Yeah. And then EJ was just EJ in season one. I love Sophia Wiley. I'm a huge Sophia Wiley fan. I love this is Sophia Wiley. A stan account for. This is a stan account for Sophia Wiley. Yes. Do, do, you know who, do you know the story about the guy who played Jack? No. So Sophia Wiley and I think his name, I hope I'm gonna look up, I think it's Asher Angel. Hold on. Asher Angel. Um, yeah, it's Asher Angel. So Sophia Wiley and Asher Angel um, were uh, I don't say I'm just I don't know if it's starred, but like they, they were oh cast members. They were cast members in a Disney Channel original series called Andy Mack. And oh. um, that was like kind of like a reunion that they had on this show. I did not know. Uh, and the line when he was like, "I why I don't know why I recognize you from somewhere," is like the uh, I was reading on it like that's quote unquote like him being like, "I recognize you from somewhere." And the audience is like, "Oh my god, Andy Mack." Um, uh, and was just, he? Wasn't he? Wasn't that the first Disney Channel show with like a main cast member to be queer? Yeah. Was Was he uh, that character or no? No, he was not that character. It was another character. Was he the but character actually, that character liked? Maybe. I know. I, know, I think, that, no, I think this character, his character dated Andy Mack, like the main character. Like okay. they were a couple. I never watched Andy Mack, but I did yeah, watch that uh, Secret Society of Second Born Royal thing that Skylar Aston was in and yes. the guy from This Is Us was in. And I know Andy Mack was the lead on that movie. 
film. Yeah. Um, and the director of this episode of the High School Musical, the Musical the Series was an assistant director on Andy Mack. Oh, so wow. It was like, like a full Andy circle. Mac, like, fuck Bizarre Bart, they said. Let's go to Andy Mack. They really said, where are you, Bizarre Bart? Nope, Andy Mack, come on screen. So, um, I don't know. I People are speculating. I don't think, I don't mean people are speculating. I don't know if it's true. I put that in quotes. But that this man is going to come back. But I don't want him to. I'm kind of like. I think too, he was like important for Gina's story to have in this episode. But I, I like that if it was one and done, like take the risk. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love. I love how EJ cares for Gina so much. Yeah. Like even before they started liking each other, it's just very good people. Yeah. They. Yeah. We we ship them hard. Um, yeah. Is that is that it on this topic? Uh, yeah oh did you notice that ej during this i don't someone so i'm like a huge like i'll read comments on like those videos someone was saying during that um what's that song that they sang that i'm listening to you ain't seen nothing that he was wearing nail polish because like oh continuity I of like it, yeah i didn't see that either but i I, cool. I do think that we need to see some resolution from like the conversation he had with his dad because that was kind we of missing do. this episode. That was completely missing. They better they better get get back on that because I've I've noticed this season they kind of like will open things up and then not revisit them for like a few weeks. Like Lily calling the school in the second episode, but then like we don't see her again until episode five was like a mess. Yes. But yeah. So, anyways, where do you want to go next? You're you have control of the board. Oh my god, control of the board. This is topic five. Um. Let's talk about um I want to talk about the song. Okay, that's where I was gonna go with my next yeah, one. So perfect was, synergy. Yeah. So the songs we already talked about if I can't love her, like best song. Beautiful. So good. And then there was another song in that episode, right? There was um Yes Don at the beginning. Yes Don. Yeah, we're, we talked about that. <laughs> so those are two Beauty and the Beast numbers, and then this episode had two original songs. Yeah, they had uh, "You Ain't Seen Nothing" and that "Let You Go." The Ricky song, "Let You Go." Um, Can we talk I about love... production? Yes, production. Like Big Red said, he edited it, but Big Red, please, we all know that's a lie. Thank okay, you. that song. First of all, is going to be stuck in my head till like twenty thirty. Um, that song is so good and I just and I was listening to it and there's someone who just like sings so high and I found out that it's like Julie it's Ashlyn and Julia Lester and I'm like give me more of that I want yes. more of that so, like that Ugh. yeah um just like I'm gonna combine what my next topic was gonna be with this one yeah. because it was gonna be the North High uh East High rivalry and how like North High did that like Instagram video that was like North High, dumb. East High is taking a vacation and it's like all these set photos and then like a mini Instagram screenshot and like Gina at the airport. Um, and then East High is like, no, we're going to put out this song. It's going to be a banger and we're going to make them shake in their boots. Like they had an hour, they choreographed it. And I love the little touches like in the choreography where like they would like high five the person in the screen. Oh, to them. so another thing about that is I loved and will like intertwine these two is that is that they really focused on like zoom and how zoom is like yeah. was a thing i loved miss gem in the beginning of the episode like changing her background and then the line read of like in these trying times where we're all far away from each other for spring Jeez. break i love miss gem i think miss gem is such a 
iconic person. She is like, she's everything. But yeah, the song was incredible. Um, and even the, even Ricky's song, like we said earlier, Ricky's song was so, I mean, he just basically said you open the book and then you close the book and that was basically his song. But like, he was just so, ugh. Yeah. Not me being a Ricky fan for two seconds. Let me stop. <laughs> Twitter fans, expose, drag Marcelo. Yeah, drag me, at me in this. Yes. Um, okay, so I guess it's back to you since we talked about the rivalry. Uh, yeah. There's a few topics we haven't hit on. Yeah, what was one of them that I was going to talk about? Um, let's see. I'm asking Caitlin if she wants me to say anything for her in case we finish before she gets back. Yeah. Um, there's stuff we haven't talked about, and I'm trying to think what it was. I got one if you want to think of it. Yeah, no, go ahead. I'll think about one. We haven't talked about them because they've been kind of irrelevant in the last I was just about to say, I think we're Carlos and Seb. That was a little lover's quarrel that I was kind of living for that, like, Carlos invited Seb to go, but Seb had a cow to birth. Um, and she and Seb was like, Carlos, you could have just stayed with me and birthed this cow with me. And Carlos was like, Excuse you. Oh my god, I feel like Seb and Carlos are like low-key about to, like, I am sensing a breakup soon, sorry. Well, we felt it. that all like, season, and then they had the quinceanera episode, and then they've been good, and then, like, they've been in the background ever since, and then this was, like, the first instance of, like, maybe Seb's, like, financially insecure still about, like, how Carlos has so much money, and, like, maybe they'll pop up, but I thought we were in a good place, like, Maybe that's something they could revisit in season three, but I, I thought, thought so too. Are they renewed for season three? I don't know, but I bet they will be. Uh, this, they this better show, be. This show pulls numbers, especially in that demo. Um, compared, like it's it's not pulling the Loki, the Black Widow, like the Star Wars numbers, but I think it's like pulling like this is doing much better than the Mysterious Benedict Society. Which, sorry, Jay, I know you love that show or Big Shot. I think this is like. Pulling yeah, the best numbers, except for maybe Big Shot, and then I didn't ever watch the rest. You were just watching for John Stamos. Uh, of course, I, I was watching. It. I, I called was... it because it... no, go ahead. Oh, I was watching. I would have watched for Given Nicole Brown. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh. Pause, pause. Did you see on Twitter that she was like not like so? There was this book, like this coffee table book, like a thousand and one TV shows you have to watch before you die, and then she was at the community page, and she's like what the fuck because they list every single person in the main credits besides her ken jong and jim rash and then they list a guy who was in like two episodes as like the seventh person on the show and she was like a main for five and a half seasons and like that's disrespectful so disrespectful to shirley like the star of community like fuck up no i love Ovid, but i'm gonna say something and i might get canceled but i've only seen one episode of community and it's the pilot that's fine that's fine oh period okay i was like let me i won't cancel you for that let me hover over the leave button no. um i will cancel you for never seeing zoe's at serenity playlist I have seen the it. pilot i've seen season one and season two but that's a lie when we last talked about it you said you only... oh no that might have been this is us Confusing. it was this is us okay i watched up to episode nine or season one i was like it's a lot of drama that i love but i'll take it later um but no yeah i watched i watched big shot for john stamos obviously and also jesslyn gilsick who is uh terry, terry schuster. schuster from glee and i called this show and i told you this and i said i don't call it big shot i call it uncle jesse and terry schuster from glee coach basketball like that's my that's the show title for me 
And now I can add Uncle Jesse and Terry Schuster from Glee coach and basketball, Helen. while Helen from Drake and Josh is the principal. Yes, we love Helen. Helen was, no, sorry. Megan was the star of Drake and Josh, but Helen was the, the second lead. You watched the iCarly reboot? I watched the first episode. I'm, I think I'm going to binge them all, like, or at least binge half, too. and then binge the second half. Um, yeah. Nicole Horn said, if Carly has sex on this show, we will do an emergency podcast. Oh my God, yes! She's cursed. I think the sex. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah, seven Carlos. I love how we went from. I think, I think you're a Carlos and I'm a Seb. Oh, 100%. Yes. I'm Carlos to the T. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, Simon Carlos, just kind of mid-tier, not really like bringing that much. Like once the Quinceanero episode left, or I did, like we don't really yeah. see much of them. Yeah, hopefully we get more. Um, okay, back to you. Okay. I think we need to talk about... Um, something we haven't really talked about and I don't think they really touch on it is Gina and Ashlyn's relationship okay yes they're roommates but like we don't really see that I think they they should get back I think there was like some tension in the yes and episode and I thought there was gonna be more that like Gina was like gonna be like get out I'm getting out like bye and I, I that Caitlin and I predicted all season there was gonna be some big roommate tension but there wasn't and like that's well, probably Surprise. I was like, what brought her back? Like, because she, like, the past, there was episodes where she's like, I don't want to be here. I'm leaving. And then she, like, calls her mom. She's like, mom, I'm ready. And the next episode, she's like, oh, by the way, my mom said, don't come back, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It's iconic. But I, I'm glad that they're living together and there's happiness right now. It's no, it's no uh, Santana, Rachel, Kurt situation, which it really is. I, I, I maintain that Sophia is the next coming of like she she has that same Santana energy that I love. Like, I love like shady, yeah. like boss queen with a big heart. Yeah. She has a big heart. Oh, I love her. I don't know if there's much else to talk about. So we can kind of like wrap up like this like game segment. I guess the one thing we have to talk about is Miss Jen and her storylines in the last episode. Oh, I have a, I have a topic. I have okay, a topic. Go ahead. What's your topic? Miss um, Jen and Mr. Mazzara. Yes. Um, so I love. Remind me what happened in episode eight with them because that's probably the foggiest I am on the uh, in episode eight. It's so episode eight. He helped her with the audition. Yes. 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 Okay. Um, he helped her with the audition it. and edited it. And then you I, look, you look gorgeous. Rewind. Yeah, you're gorgeous. Great. You're great. I loved that. I just hardcore ship want them to be together now that Ricky said, Dad, don't date Miss Jen. Yeah. Rolls eyes, everyone. Rolls eyes. Hey, listen. He's just leaving Ricky's dad open for a certain New York citizen. Me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Miss Jen didn't really have much going on besides like the Zoom stuff this episode, but yeah. we love Miss Jen in this house. Literally, we like... We stand her. She was a lot at first, but once they came around and did that whole uh, uh, truth song, truth, justice, and songs in our heart, or whatever song, uh, I was like, all in on Miss Jen. I've told I've told a few people. She's like, she and Terry Schuster are the same person. It said Miss Jen is like chaotic good, and Terry Schuster is chaotic. Chaotic bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So, oh. yeah. Do we have Does any final thoughts on like the episode or do you, on the episodes or do you want to touch on anything else or the floor is yours? Cause I'm out of ideas. I, I'm stumped. I'm out of ideas too. I think we talked a lot about, basically about it all. Um, this, these two episodes, I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah, I really I enjoyed the I'm drama. excited to see where they go with the Same. last three episodes. Yeah, I Do saw the preview for next week. Ooh, I didn't. Tell us what's up. Oh, okay. So preview for next week. Um, I can't remember a lot of it, but what I do remember is we touch on the Valentine's Day chocolates that Gina got from Ooh. her mom that was actually, well, that she thought was from her I hope episode 11 includes Gina slapping Ricky. So he needs to be slapped once. I'm he sorry. Does. Um, I don't, we don't advocate child abuse here, but <laughs> we don't. But something times it's a fictional character. Yes, sometimes we need to slap Ricky. Um, no, so all I remember is like, oh, and there's oh, okay, there's two things that I remember. One is we touch on the Valentine's Day chocolates, and there's a part where Gina's like, oh, Ricky got them for me. I thought oh, I was like, oh, I thought Ricky got them for me, and Nini's like. No, why didn't no one tell me about that and that's where I like cut off so we're gonna get some tension ladies we're gonna take the girls are gonna fight not really hopefully no. I want them to be friends I'm excited I think I'm excited for the rest of the season do you have a bold prediction for the rest of the season my bold prediction is I think I wish I had a bold I wish I really had a bold prediction I'm stalling to figure out Okay, my bold position. Wow, I can't even speak. My bold prediction is I think EJ and Gina are going to get together and they're going to be a couple. That's not bold. It's not. I'm trying to stall to make a bold. I think, oh my God, is it like the treble tones versus the New Directions where like the treble tones should have won but the New Directions did? Is that what it's going to turn into? See, my bold prediction is going to be North High Winds. Um, that's what I was literally about to say but then also another bold prediction I have is that EJ gets the scholarship so I'm very lost scholarship I think I would rather the the Menke scholarship yes 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 but I think I think Gina should get it if they I think Gina should get it I think EJ is gonna get it EJ the Ryan oh yes um but I also think that so do we have any Beauty and the Beast songs that they haven't done we haven't done something there They've done Belle. They haven't done a change in me. Yes. Um, I think they've done all the ones. Oh, be, no, they, have they done, no, they haven't done Be Our Guest. Maybe that's going to be like the... The finale. I think the they're going to do Beauty and the Beast again at the end. Just kind of a full circle moment for Courtney as well. Yeah, I and wonder... And also, I think they could tie it into the Howie storyline somehow. Yeah. Do you think that they're going to... Oh, my God. Are they going to make the Mankeys like the Tony Awards? They're going to like... Have like a whole show of like the Mankeys. I, mean, I don't. Th- I think the finale episode is going to be the performances and then the the results. Yeah. And, like some like resolution afterwards and like. Also, another thing that they didn't do is like, uh, what's her name? What's the girl who goes to North High's name? Lily. Like, uh, yeah, like Lily was like present in the first couple episodes and then she just disappears. She has such a great voice. Like I am upset. Like on, honestly, I'm so happy for Ashlyn. Uh, I, I maintain that Gina should have been Belle, but um, I I think Lily had the best voice in that Belle performance, but maybe they like intentionally gave her that part because it like makes her stand out. I don't know. 
Exactly. I just think she's so, ugh, she's everything. But she's also nothing at all. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Do you have any High School Musical news for the week, whether it's old High School Musical, new High School Musical? Oh my God. Wait, this is tea. I don't, this is going to, I don't know if I should feel it. It's not like bad tea, but um, I know someone. Okay, I'm gonna make it as vague as possible, but like it's the the beginning doesn't matter. It's like the story. Um, I know someone who this high school musical team. I know someone who dated Lucas Graviel for ten years. Oh, uh, okay. I want. That's I all want, the tea. I, I will tell you after this. That's okay. tea. That's that's not news for the week, but I appreciate <laughs> it and thank you for sharing. Um, the news for the week is. I don't know. There might not be news. There's not. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, Marcelo, where can people keep up with you and give give like a pop culture plug, like a TV show, an album, a song, something you're you're consuming that you're obsessed with that isn't High School Musical, the musical series related. Oh my god. Okay. Well, y'all can catch me on Twitter at Marcelo Goose ninety six, or if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at uh, at Guzman underscore Marcelo. Um, let me give you that plug of like a TV show that I love to watch. Um, okay, so I binged it, but like if no one's watched this, you should. I am an America Ferreira stan, so if you want to watch a really good show, watch Superstore. It's incredible. I binged watched all six seasons. I love it. I'm really upset that they're not coming out with the sequel, or not the sequel, the spinoff that was supposed to be Cheyenne and Bo. Um, really rotted. Okay, but, but Bo's just, annoying. Bo is, but yeah. I wanted, meow, them to have, <laughs> I wanted them to have one that was like Cheyenne and Mateo, but yeah. Goldie and I had an argument. We didn't have an argument. Not, was like, not, not fighting with Goldie. You know I always have to side with Goldie. Oh, I love Goldie. I always side with Goldie. But Goldie and I were talking and Goldie said that it should have been Cheyenne and Mateo. And I was like, I mean, yeah, but what about Cheyenne and Bo? Can but, you get Goldie to listen to this episode? I will. Okay, good. I miss Goldie. Um, congrats on your second dose, Goldie. Yes, Goldie, Canadian icon. Canadian yes. idol. Um, in terms oh. of me, you can follow yeah. me at What the Fleep on Twitter. Um, you can support the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, Brazil Dragon Pod, on all social media. Uh, we're doing this episode of High School Musical. Next week, we'll have the great Lindy on. Me and Caitlin and Lindy will talk about episode we 10. Love Lindy. Yes, we stand her so much. And then... Uh, also, we did an episode of Scooby Snacks and Chats over the last week uh, with Touchdown Tommy. He, we talked about Pirates Ahoy, me, him, and Jacob. And then next week, we'll be back with Scooby Snacks and Chats as well. We'll have AJ Norris, a kink. And speaking of AJ, he was just on the What You Doing podcast with myself, Navi, and Will. We talked about Phineas and Ferb, Unfair Science Fair, and Unfair Science Fair Redux, another story. We talked about how racist the first one was. Um, then also... Uh, what else am I doing? Oh, the Pink Panther podcast with Naomi should record tomorrow night. We're talking about Pink Panther 2006. Spoiler alert, the movie is not good. does not hold up. And is a prime example of why ACAB. Um, and yeah, but that's going to be buckets of fun. Naomi's a hoot and a half always. Um, and then maybe check me out. There might be things happening on Rob the podcast that I was involved with. I'm just going to let that tease out there. Um, but yeah, Marcelo, Thank you so Oh, and for me, Pop Calls with Plug. Uh, better Call Saul, again, as always. That's my favorite show right now. Uh, Marcel, thank you so much for joining me. It means so much that you were here. Okay. Thank you for having me. This was such a blast. You're I welcome hope- back anytime to talk about anything you want. 
as long as I sign off on it. Yeah. Honestly, if you need me to just like be here to hype something up or be here to agree with you, I will sit here. So we have good opinions. I just, I just, we do. Like, it's hard being having good taste. It's hard being us, honestly. Right? Exhausting. Everyone stands us. I wish, I wish I had as many stands as you do, though. God. Yes. But with that said, stay tuned, everyone. Should there be a hashtag for this episode? Hashtag GJ. Hashtag GJ. Hashtag. Oh, are you hashtag Team GJ or hashtag Team? I was gonna say not GJ. But <laughs> I was either gonna say are you Team GJ? Ooh, ooh. Are you hashtag Team GJ or are you hashtag? Marcelo and Ricky's dad. <laughs> Yes. Are you? Oh my God. Yes. Are you hashtag Team GJ or are you hashtag Team Marcelo and Ricky's dad? Yes. Sound off in the tweets. Um, Please. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back. Bye, everyone. Bye, all. There's not the slightest trace of anything that even hints at kindness, and from my tortured shame. Escape. I see, but deep within is utter blindness. Hopeless as my dream dies, as the time flies, love lost. I'm